0: Everyone, this is Minister McMillan. Hope you're having a lovely day today. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you all the praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Almighty God, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for the word before us. And we ask, Father, that you would edify us in your word. Father, bring into our minds and hearts today something new that we have not learned, something that we need to know. Father, thank you again for this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's get started. We're at Judges 15, chapter 1. But it came to pass within a while, after in the time of wheat harvest, okay, uh, the Samson visited his wife with a kid. And he said, I will go in to my wife, into the chamber. But her father would not suffer him to go in. And her father said, Verily, I verily thought that thou hast utterly hated her. Therefore I gave her to thy companion. Is not her younger sister fairer than she? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said concerning them, Now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure? And Samson went and caught three hundred foxes and took fire bands and tunnel tails to tail and turned tail to tail and put a fire band in the midst between the two tails and when he had set the bands on fire he let them go into the standing corn of the Philistines and burnt up both the shocks and all the standing corn with the vineyards and olives then the Philistines said who have done this and they asked Samson the son-in-law of tonight because he had taken his wife and given her to his companion and the Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire and Samson said unto them though ye have done this yet will I be avenged of you and after that I will cease and he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter and he went down and dwelted in the top of the rock Etan then the Philistines went up and pitched in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi and the men of Judah said why are ye come up against us and they answered to bind Samson are we come up to do to him as he hath done to us Then three thousand men of Judah went up to the top of the rock of Itam, and said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? What is this that thou hast done unto us? And he said unto them, As they did unto me, so have I done unto them. And they said unto him, We are come down to bind thee, that we may deliver thee into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that ye will not fall upon me yourselves. And they spanked unto him, saying, No, but we will bind thee fast and deliver thee into their hands, but surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. And when he came into Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mighty upon him. And the cords that were upon his arms became as flack that was burnt with fire, and his bands loosened from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand, and took it, and slew it thousands men therewith. And Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heap upon heaps, with the jaws of an of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramathlieh. And he was sore, and called on the Lord, and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant, and now shall I die for thirst, and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised. But God claved a hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water there out. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Wherefore, he called the name there in Hakkori, which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistine 20 years. Okay, so, you you have to really uh look at this thing two ways um first of all he was um under God's grace at the same time the people of Judah were doing what they thought was right by binding him bringing him back to the Philistines because of course they had allowed the Philistines to be rulers over them however you see here where the Lord showed all of them who he really had favor over and he was able to be victorious. Um, Let's go to chapter 16. Then went Samson to Gaza and saw there a harlot and went in unto her. And it was told that it was told the God's light, saying, "Samson is come hither," and they compassed him in the, and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all the night, saying, "In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him." And Samson lay till midnight and rose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them bar and all and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of the hill that is before Hebron and he came and it came to pass afterwards that he loved a woman in the valley of Sarut whose name was Delilah and the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her entice him and see whether his great strength lieth and by what means we may prevail against him that we may bind him to afflict him and we will give thee every one of us 1100 pieces of silver and Delilah said to Samson tell me I pray thee wherein thy great strength lieth and wherein thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. And Samson said unto her, If I bind me with seven green with seven green whips that were never dry, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Then the Lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green wits and which had not been dry. And she bound him with them. Now there were men lying on wait, abating with her in the chamber, and she said unto them, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he broke the weeps as a thread of tow. Uh, I'm sorry. And he broke the, the whiffs as a thread of tow is broken. When it touches the fire. So his strength was not known. And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou might, mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied, then shall I be weak and be as another man. So Delilah, hmm. Delilah, therefore, took new ropes and bound him therewith, and said unto him, "The Philistines be upon thee, Samson, and there were li- and there and there were liars in wait abiding in the chambers, and he broke them from off his arms like a thread. And Delilah said unto Samson, "Here too, thou hast mocked me and told me lies." Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou wouldest the seven locks of my hair head with the with the web and she fastened it with the pen, and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee. Samson, And he awoke out of his sleep and went away with the pins in the beam and with the web. And she said unto him, How couldst thou say I love thee when thy heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so, that he, that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There have not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And Will Delilah said, And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she went and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he hath showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought money in her hand. And she made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head and she began to afflict him with his strength went from him and she said the Philistines be upon thee Samson and he woke out of his sleep and said I will go out as at other times before and shake myself and he, he risked not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza, and brought him with feathers of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. How built the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaved. Then the Lord of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon their god, and to rejoice for they said our God hath delivered Samson our enemy into our hands and when the people saw him they praised their God for they said our God hath delivered into our hands our enemy and the destroyer of our country which slew many of us and it came to pass when their hearts were mur- murray that they said call for Samson that he may make us spout. And they called for Samson out of the prison house and he made them sport and they sent him between the pillars. And Samson said unto the And Samson said unto the lad that held him by the hand, suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth that I may lean lean upon them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there. And there were upon the roof about 3,000 men and women that beheld while Samson made sport. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this day, O Lord, only this day, I pray thee only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, and which it was bored up of the one with his right hand and of the other with his left and Samson said let me die with the Philistines and he bowed himself with all his might and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were there so the dead which he slew at his death were more than they were more than they which he slew in his life then his brethren and all the house of his father came down and took him And brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtaol. Eshtaolin. Between Zorah and Eshtaol. In the burying place of Manoah, his father. And he judged Israel twenty years. So, Samson was one of the judges of Israel. And sadly, uh, because of a woman, um, and one would think, uh, you know, didn't he realize that she was using him? um, You know, after three times, uh, every time he told her something, she would do just that and wake him up out of his sleep and um you know i'm I'm sure he knew I'm pretty sure he knew he was just uh tired of the whole ordeal, and probably very disgusted because you know the one woman he did love was taken away from him, and then uh here's another woman he loved, and she was deceiving him, so I guess one would say he had just um, burned out, uh, very dismayed and tired of the whole thing. And, of course, when they took his eyes out, that was the last straw. And so at that point, he just wanted to go home. Okay, let's move on to Chapter... Uh, Seventeen, and there was a man of Mount Ephraim whose name was Mitchka, and he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shackles of silver that were taken from thee about which thou curseth and spanketh of also is my is mine ears behold.' The silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my son. And when he had restored the 1100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I will wholly dedicate the silver unto the Lord for my hand from my son to make a graven image and a molen image. Now, therefore, I will restore it unto thee, yet he restored the money unto his mother, and his mother took two hundred shackles of silver and gave them to the founder who made thereof a graven image and a moulded image, and there were in the house of Mitchka. and the man and the man Michka had at house of God and made an infert and a taffron and consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And there was a young man out of Bethlehem, Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite and he sojourned there and the man departed out of the city from Bethlehem from Bethlehem Judah to sojourn where he could find a place and he came to Mount Ephraim to the house of Mitchka as he as he journeyed and Michah said unto him whence comest thou and he said unto him I am a Levite of Bethlehem, Judah, and I go to sojourn where I may find a place. And Mitcham said unto him, Dwell with me, and be unto me father, a father and a priest, and I will give thee 10 shackles of silver by the year, and a suit of a pail, and thou victuals. So the Levite went in. And the Levite was content to dwell with the man, and the young man was until him as one of his sons. And Mishka consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest, and was in the house of Michka. Then said Michka, Now know I that the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my, to my priest. Chapter eighteen. Hmm. In those days there was no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of Danites sought them as inheritance to dwell in, for unto that day all their inheritance had not fallen unto them among the tribe of Israel, and the children of uh, the children of the of Dan sent of their family five members their coast men of valor, from Zorah and from to spy out the land and to search it and they said unto them go search the land who when they came to Mount Ephraim to the house of Mishka they lodged there and when they were by the house of Mishka they knew the voice of the young man the Levite and they turned in thither and said unto him who brought thee hither and what makest thou in this place? And what hast thou to hear? And he said unto them, Thus and thus dealeth Mitchka with me, and hath hired me, and I am his priest. And they said unto him, Ask counsel, we pray thee of God, that we may know whether our way which we go shall be prosperous. And the priest said unto them, Go in peace before the Lord is your way, wherein ye go. Then the five men departed and came to Laish. Came to Laish and the people that were therein, how they dwelted careless after the manner of Zidonians, quiet and secure. And there was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything. And they were far from uh, Zidonians and had no business with any man. And they came unto their brethren, to Zorah and Eschol, and their brethren, and said unto them, What say ye? And they said, "Arise, that we may go up against them, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good." And are ye still? And are ye still? Be not slowful to go, and to enter to possess the land. When ye go, ye shall come unto a people secure, and to a land, and to a large land, for God hath given it into. Your hands, a place where there is no want of anything that is in the earth, and that went, f- and and there went from thence of the family of Dan- Dananites, out of Zorah and out of Estral, six hundred men appointed with weapons of war, and they went up and pitched in Kirjach. Ker- Jerum Kerjat Joth hmm. Jerum in Judah, wherefore they called the place Mahanidan unto this day. Behold, it is behind Kerjat K-R- Jerum, and they passed thence unto Mount. Ephraim, and came unto the house of Michka. Then asked, Then answered the five men that went to spy out the country of Laish, and said unto their brethren, Do ye know that there is in these houses an Ephraim, and a Tiferim, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now, therefore, consider what ye have to do. And they turned thitherward, and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, even unto the house of Mitchka and saluted him. And the six hundred men appointed with their weapons of war, which were of the children of Dan, stood by the, and stood by the entering of the gate, and the five men that went to spy out the land went up and came in thither and took the graven images and the embroid and the teraphram and the molded image and the priest stood in the entering of the gate which the six hundred men that were appointed with weapons of war and these went into Mitchum's house and fetched the graven image, the embroid and the teraphin and the molded image then said the priest unto them what do ye and they said unto him hold thy peace lay thy hand upon thy mouth and go with us and be to us a father and a priest it is better for thee to be a priest unto the house of one man or that thou be a priest unto a tribe of a family of Israel. And the priest's heart was glad, and he took the inferral and the tatron and the graven images and went in the midst of the people. So he turned and departed and put the little one and the cattle and the carriage before them. And when they were a good way from the house of Michka the man that were in the house near to Mitchka's house was gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. (laughs) Let's read that again. So, uh, 21, so they turned and departed and put the little ones and the cattle and the carriage before them. And when they were a good way from the house of Mitchka the men that were in the house near to Mitchka's house were gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. And they cried unto the children of Dan. And they turned their faces and said unto Mitchka, What aileth thee that thou comest with such a company? And he said, Ye have taken away my gods which I made, and the priests. And ye are gone away, and what have have I more? And what is this that ye say unto me? What aileth thee? And the children of Dan said unto him, Let not thy voice be heard among us, these angry fellow run upon thee, and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. And the children of Dan went their way. And when Mitchum saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back into his house. And they took the things which Mitchum had made and the priests which he had, and came unto Lach- Lachish, unto a people that were at quiet and secure. And they smoked them with the edge of the sword, and burnt the city with fire, and there was no deliverer, because it was far from Zidon, and they had no business with any man, and it was in the valley that lieth by Bethro, and they built this city, and dwelt therein, and they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan their father who was born unto Israel. How built the name of the city was Laish at the first. And the children of Dan set up the graven image. And Jonathan, the son of Gershon, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land. And they set them up, Mitchka's graven image, which he made all the time that his house of God was in Shiloh. Okay, let's move on to chapter 19. That seems a little harsh, doesn't it? Well, let's see. And it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite sojourning on the side of Mount Ephraim, who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah, and his concubine played the whore against him and went away from him into her father's house to Bethlehem, Judah, and was there for four whole months. And her husband arose and went after her to speak friendly unto her, and to bring her again, having his servants with him, and a couple of asses. And she brought him into her father's house, and when the father of the damsel saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him, and he abode with him three days. So they did eat and drink, and lodged. And lodged there, and it came to pass on the fourth day when they aroused early in the morning that he arose up to depart, and the damsel's father said unto his son in law, comfort thy heart with a morsel of bread, and afterwards go your way, and they sat down and did eat and drink both of them together, for the damsel's father had said unto the men. Be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and let thy heart be merry. And when the man rose up to depart, his father-in-law urged him therefore. He lodged him again, and he arose early in the morning on the fifth to depart. And the damsel's father said, Comfort thy heart, I pray thee, and thy tarry until afternoon. And they did again both. There, and they did eat both of them. And when the man arose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father in law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold, now the day draweth towards evening. I pray you tarry all night. Behold, the day groweth to an end large here, that thine heart may be merry, and to get you early on your way that there mayest go home but the man would not tarry that night but he rose up and departed and came over against Jebus which is which is Jerusalem and there were with him two asses saddled his concubine also with him and when they were by Jezebub the day was far spent, and the servants said unto his master, "Come, I pray thee, and let us turn in into the city of Je- of, Jez- of let us turn into the city of Jebusites and lodge in it. And his master said unto him, "We will not turn aside hither into the city of a stranger." That is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over to. We will pass over to Gibba. And he said unto his servants, "Come and let us drive. Let us drive near to one of these places to lodge all night in Gibna or in Ramah." And they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down upon them. <clears throat> and the sun went down upon them, and they were by Gibna, where belongeth to Benjamin. Benjamin Benjamin, excuse me. And they turned aside thither to go in and to lodge in Gib- Gibna. And when he went in, he set him down in a street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodge. And behold, there came one old man from his work out of the field at evening, which was also of Mount Ephraim, and he sojourned in Gibna. But the men of the place were Benjamites, and when he had lifted up his eyes, he saw a wayfaring man in the streets of the city. And the old man said, Whither goest thou? And whither comest thou? And he said unto him, Be a passing from Bethleh- Bethlehem Judah towards the side of Mount Ephraim. From thence am I. And I went to Beth- Bethel Judah. But I am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to, to house, yet there is both straw and provender for our asses, and there is bread and wine also for me, and for thy handmaids, and for young men which is with thy servants. There is no want of anything." And the old man said, "Peace be with thee. How, howsoever, let all thy wants lie upon me, only lodge not in the street." So he brought him into his house and gave and gave provender unto the asses, and they washed their feet and did and did eat and drink. Now as they were making their hearts merry, behold the men of the city, certain sons of uh, Belial, uh, beset the house round about, and beat at the door, and spank to the master of the house. The old man saying, Bring forth the man that came into thy house, that we may know him. And the men... And the man, the master of the house, went out unto them and said unto them, Nay, my brethren, Nay, I pray you do not so wickedly, seeing that this man is come into my house to do not this folly. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and his concubine." Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them what seeth good unto you. But unto this man do not so vile a thing. But the men would not hearken to him. So the men took his concubine and brought her forth unto them, and they knew her and abused her all the night until the morning. And when and when the day began to spring, they let her go. Then came the women in drawing of the day and fell down at the door of the men's house where her Lord was till it was light. And her Lord rose up in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, was fallen down at the door of the house and her hands were upon the threshold and he said unto her up and let us be going but none answered then the man took her upon upon an ass and the man rose up and gat him unto his place and when he was come into his house he took a knife and laid and laid whole of his concubine and divided her together with her bones into twelve pieces, and sent her into all the coast of Israel <clears throat> and it was so that all that saw it said there was no such deed done nor seen. From the day that the children of Israel came up out of the hand of Egypt unto this day. Consider of it. Take, take advice and speak your, speak your minds. <coughs> that is awful. That poor woman. So, basically, she was just a piece of butt and nothing more. And that's how Israel, uh, uh, that's how she was treated by those men. Um, She was just a piece of meat. And she was... She was... um, Abused and thrown away. Okay, uh, we have time for one more chapter. We're going to do chapter 20. Then all the children of Israel went out and the congregation and gathered together as one man from Dan even to Beersheba with the land of Gilgad unto the land in Mitzvah. And the chief of all the people, (coughs) even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 footmen that drew swords. Now the children of Benjamin heard that the children of Israel were gone up to mitzvah. Then said the children of Israel, tell us, how was this wickedness? And the Levite, the husband of the woman that was slain, answered and said, "I came into, I came into Gibeah, that belongeth to Benjamin. I and my concubine to lodge. And the men of Gibeah rose against me, and beset the house round about upon me by night." And thought to have slain me and my concubine, have they forced that she is dead. <clears throat> and I took my concubine and cut her in pieces and sent her throughout all the country of the, of the inheritance of Israel. For they have committed lewdness and folly in Israel. And that's why he did what he did. <clears throat> but she was already dead. Um, they, had, they had literally sexed her to death. Behold, ye are all children of Israel. Give here your advice and counsel. And all the people rose as one man sang, we will not, any of us, go to his tent, neither will we, any of us, turn unto his house. But now this shall be the thing which we will do to Gibna. We will go up by lot against it, and we will take ten men of a hundred there out, all the tribe of Israel, and a hundred of and a hundred of a thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to fetch victual for the people that they may do when they come to gibba of Benjamin, according to all the folly that they have wrought in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as one man, and the tribe of Israel sent men through all the tribe of Benjamin, saying, "What wickedness is this that is done among you? Now therefore, deliver us the man, the chi- Now deliver us, deliver us the men, the children of Baling which are in Gibna, that we may put them to death and put away evil from Israel. But the children of Benjamin would not hearken to the voice of their brethren, the children of Israel. But the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together out of the cities unto Gibna to go out to battle against the children of Israel. And the children of Benjamin were numbered at that time, out of the city, twenty and six, thousand men, they drew swords beside the inhabitants of Gibna, which were numbered 700 chosen men. Among all this people, there were 700, 700 chosen men left-handed. Everyone could sling stones at a hair breath and not miss. And the men of Israel beside Benjamin were numbered 400,000 men that drew swords. All these were men of war. And the children of Israel rose and went up to the house of God and asked counsel of God and said, Which of us shall go up first to battle against the children of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. And the children of Israel rose up in the morning and encamped around Gibna. And the men of Israel went out to battle against Benjamin. And the men of Israel put themselves in the array to fight against them at Gibna. And the children of Benjamin came forth out of Gibna and destroyed down to the ground of the Israelites that day twenty and two thousand men. And the people, the men of Israel, encouraged themselves and set their battle again in array in the place where they put themselves in array the first day. And the children of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until evening and asked counsel of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up again? to battle against the children of Benjamin my brother and the Lord said go up against him and the children of Israel came near again the children of Benjamin the second day and Benjamin went forth against them out of Gibeon the second day and destroyed down to the ground the children of Israel again Eight. Uh, 18,000 men all of them drew the sword then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord and the children of Israel were quiet of the Lord for the ark of the covenant of God was there in those days and Phinehas, the son of Eliza, the son of Aaron, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother, or shall I cease? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver them into thy hands. And Israel set lairs in wait round about gibbeth. And the children of Benjamin went out against the people And were drawn away from the city And they began to smite of the people and kill As other times in the highway Of which one goeth up to the house of God And the other to Gibna in the field About thirty men of Israel And the children of Benjamin said They are smitten down before us as at the first. But the children of Israel said, Let us flee and draw them from the city into the highways. And all the men of Israel rose up out of their place and put themselves in array at at Bar-Altamer. And the lairs in wait of Israel came forth out of their places, even out of the meadows of Gibbonah. And there came against Gibbonah 10,000 chosen men out of all Israel. And the battle was sore, but they knew not the evil was near them. And the Lord smote Benjamin before Israel, and the children of Israel destroyed of the Benjamites that day, twenty and five thousand and a hundred men. All these drew the sword. So the children of Benjamin saw that they were smitten for the men of Israel gave place to Benjaminites because they thrusted unto the liars in wait which they had set beside Gibbon. And the li- and the lair, liars in wait hasted and rushed upon Gibna, and the liars in wait drew themselves among and smote all the city with the edge of the sword. Now there was an appointed sign between the men of Israel and the liars in wait, that they should make a great flame with smoke rise up out of the city. And when the men of Israel retired in the bow, Benjamin began to smite and kill of the men of Israel, about thirty persons. For they said, Surely they are smitten down before us as in the first bow. But when the flame began to rise up out of the city with the pillar of smoke, the Benjamites looked behind them, and behold, the flame of the city ascended up to heaven. And when the men of Israel turned again, the men of uh, Benjamin were amazed, for they saw that the evil was come upon them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel unto the way of the wilderness. But the battle overtook them, and them which came out of the city they destroyed in the midst of them. Thus they enclosed the Benjamites around about and chasing them, and trove them down with ease over against Gibranah towards the sunrise. And there fell of the benjaminites 18,000 men, all these were men of valor, and they turned and fled towards the wilderness unto the rocks of rimah and they gleaned. And they gleaned of them in the highways 5,000 men and pursued hard after them into Gideon and slew 2,000 men of them. So that all which fell that day of Benjamin were 20 and 5,000 men that drew the sword. All these were men of valor, but the 600 men turned and fled to the wilderness unto the Rock of Rimmon and abode in the Rock of Rimmon. And the men of Israel turned again upon the children of Benjamin and smote them with the edge of the sword, as well as the men of every city as the beast and all that came to hand. Also, they set on fire all the cities that they came to. Okay, we're going to stop here because we've run out of time. Uh, so that leaves us at chapter 21. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Those of you who are interested, uh, you can leave me a message at Macmillan's, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S, 75, gmail.com. Or if you'd like to come on our program or have a word to say, you can reach me at anchor.fm, right slash, L-I-N-D-A, dash m-c-m-i-l-l-i-a-n nine now there are two buttons at the bottom of this page for donations or sponsorship Uh, please feel free we appreciate all Um, just press those buttons and that information will be given unto you again this is Mr. McMillan God bless and good evening Thank you.